Seven is that No, this is Joiner Lucas put out a new jam called 17 with the with the Mac Miller joint uh in the background and he rapped over it. R.I.P. Mac. Mm. I've been I've been playing that song on repeat literally for like just all day. Seventeen joiner. Sends me. I gotta listen to it. I all right. So fudge. This had to have been almost ten years ago. Uh, when I first moved to Malibu, there's this place called Cafe Havana that's like way, it was this cool thing where it was like a Mexican, it's a Mexican restaurant and it's owned by Randy Gerber, the guy who's married to Cindy Crawford, I believe it's Cindy Crawford. Uh, and it, it would turn into on Wednesdays, a, what is it called? Karaoke bar. Oh, I like it. And, you know, you went there for the Cougars. We went there for the Cougars, and there was a lot. And we went and had a good time. But, dude, celebrities would come and get up on the mic, and one night Mac Miller shredded it up. Really? And, and so did Gary Busey. He came to IU, but I never bought tickets. Yeah, man. And it was so cool. Like, it wasn't the kind of thing where we went every Wednesday. You'd probably go every, like, two months or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I had – some wild times there. And it was just so cool to witness that Gary Busey's my favorite Cuban Gooding jr. Frequents that place all the time. And he loves showing up. Was Busey there? Gary, Gary Busey used to go there a bunch. Yeah. What, uh, Cuba Gooding. Was that the, the incident where he had video of like him inappropriately, maybe like instead of on the shoulder, he did the, the slight of the back and he got all a bunch of shit for it. I don't know what you're referring to, but every time I've seen him, he shows up with a curvaceous blonde girl, and they're okay. not the same person every time. Dude. Flavor nice. of the week. Nice. Oh. What do you I got? Uh, this is the Munchen, uh, the, the one from the Hofbra House. I'm, I'm drinking um, X2, Strength X2. Dude, I cannot believe it. Let's just get that out of the way. Can I just say it's thank you, Craig Marshall? Or no, sir. Craig Marshall. Yes, shout out him. He's my dubs partner in High Rocks. But uh, Marshall Couples puts us over the edge as to the biggest sale date to date for Builder Sports. It's big. It's big. I was just looking at it, dude. We are about to beat the sales numbers of the United uh, the UK. And there we Europe. go. And we've only got two products, and it's just crazy. And we got Pre Power coming out next. This is honestly my favorite product by far, man. And the pre or uh, strength. No, strength X2. Yeah. Dude, my body has transformed. Like I originally did this when I set the record for Murph and I was taking creatine and citrulline a lot. And I were was you just so buying buff. a whole bunch of extra products and you were just making your own combos. I was making my own stuff. Yeah. Go type in Hunter McIntyre Murph and look at the size of my arms and the way that I looked. When I was training for Murph back then, I was enormous. Like I had such insane arms, chest, abs, like back. It was nuts. And I'm only about four weeks into Murph training right now. And my chest is crazy. Like I'm starting to get um, so much striations in my chest. It's starting to like mm. curl inwards and it's starting mm -hmm. to become a cage again. And my go. shoulders and arms, I'm like, damn. And I, it's the pairing of the two things. It's the Murph style training and the Strength X2 and my numbers are enormous, dude. Like I'm crushing bench press. I'm crushing power cleans. And I don't know if it's just because like 
the volume of just doing leg stuff for thousands of reps every week and here go to images all right so what's going to happen is i'm going to have oh no it does follow sometimes it doesn't yeah, like follow. you see like the way how big and buff my chest is for that fox news article right there like i was jacked oh, yeah. up and i had it builds like this cage in your shoulders and your arms and everything and honestly dude like i i i love it I think anybody who's going to spend a fair amount of time in the gym and really wants to get the best results, I created this pre-workout for people that were doing more of those high-intensity gym sessions, strength, and the strength. results are phenomenal. The, the Strength X2, not the pre. Uh, I want to address this thing with Jim Will. So in 2014, a lot I made this post about my first ever world title. In 2014, I'm going to tell you guys a little history story, and we're going to get back yeah. to Strength X2. Jim, I hope you're still here because I'd love for you to listen to this. So originally, Spartan Race proposed that we were supposed to have a joint world championship. We were going to do the, the long distance and the short distance, and the combination of your two results would create the overall world champion. Mm -hmm. At some point in time, Hobie Call threw this fit, and Hobie Call – was the world champion from the year before. So we had, you know, he was basically the best in history. He had a ton of attention whenever he said something. And he said that was too much work for the athletes to do in one day. Now think about it. Ironman athletes are doing races that are eight hours long. Spartan yeah. Race World Championships at the time, long distance was about three hours. And then the short distance one was, I think it took us less than 10 minutes. So it was a combination of the two. Then all of a sudden, Hobie threw this fit, and then all of a sudden, it became this crowdsourcing, bitching, and moaning, and they cut that out. It was no longer going to be the combination of the two, so they separated the two of them. He had now, that much pull. I guess so, man. I mean, rightfully so. It'd be like if I threw a fit in High Rocks right now, I could at least get enough people to listen that it would maybe make a difference. Yeah. Now – what they did instead was, is if you ran the short, the long distance world championship and you got, I think, top 15, then you immediately got to go to the short distance championship following it. So it was like we crossed the finish line. Everybody chills out for about two hours and then we went and raced the short course. So I don't know. We should probably call Bracken. I'll text him right now. They had a cash prize, a podium, and uh, a cash prize and a podium, and they had cameras everywhere. It was the best film thing that ever happened actually in the history of Spartan Race. It was the most professional thing. And if you uh, – I'll look at the posts. What the hell is his name? One of our friends, uh, he has the whole YouTube episode, and I can post it up and see if we can screen record it and post it up on our thing. But it was its own separate world championship. It ended up separating itself, and it was myself, Bracken, and Isaiah Vidal who got on the podium for it, and then they never did it again. And now it's funny because if you fast forward 10 years later, now the primary championship for Spartan Race is the 3K distance. So if they had just mm -hmm. stuck with that short course model this whole time, they wouldn't mm -hmm. have wasted all of this stupidity and money and sports. Like they, It was the right thing for them to do as a brand if they were going to try to get into the Olympics – Yet they completely ditched the program, and now all of a sudden they've rebuilt it, and it's the pinnacle of the program. And honestly, like 
I'll speak from the heart. I love Spartan race. It's what got me started. Like I'm so grateful for it, but they were such an all over the place company. Like eventually I had to walk away from the brand because you could never tell what they were going to do the next year or the next minute as far as the race went. And like, so they had the keys back and then they, they had, they had the blueprint. They walked away from the blueprint 10 years later, they came back to the blueprint that they had 10 years prior. Basically. And it was yeah. such a cool, it was such a cool, uh, it was such a cool design. Like, I mean, dude, you should have seen, if you look at the picture of myself in that post, there are hundreds and hundreds of people lining up, watching the whole thing on every single side. Like there was obviously there was lanes, there was the group in the middle and there was like an Island. And that's where the broadcasters and cameras were. There was tons of people. And then on the outside surrounding the whole short course, there were tons of people. It was amazing. And it was the only thing that was really going to help Spartan race actually grow into a brand where people could sit there and enjoy it and watch it. Like right now, um, they have super league down here for triathlon in in Malibu and mm -hmm. they had to redesign, um, they had to redesign, like, you know, basically triathlon because they recognize if we want to get better viewership, we got to create a new thing. And now Spartan race is doing it and so on and so forth. But no, no, long winded answer. Hopefully that made sense to you, Jim. Well, but that was the world title that I won in 2014. Um, and then I won the team world title with at World's Toughest Mudder, like shortly thereafter, which was dope. Uh, let's go on a couple oh, of these. Is that TMX? <laughs> no, it was, it's World's Toughest Mudder. It's a 24-hour championship. Mm. It was epic, dude. It was so epic. I love that race. I would actually like to go watch it again this year. Um, Strength X2 now in the U.S. Can you talk about some of the frequency and, uh, to use it in a week? At what point to use it daily? So Zach, so strength X2 is the combination of creatine and citrulline citrulline on its own doesn't need to be loaded. You can take it and it has, and it's effect immediately. It's a blood flow support. So blood flows. The idea is like, you know, if you are taking this stuff, you're going to notice it either will help out with erections or will help out with gym pumps. And what ends up happening is you'll notice you're pumping your arms up and you'll see the vascularity in your body will change drastically. And what you need is blood flow, oxygen, nutrients going into these muscles and also coming back equally flushing out all the lactic acid and things like that. So you continue to work at a higher capacity. The creatine aspect of it, which is very valuable and probably the most valuable supplement in the entire world at this moment is basically something that allows your body to create more force. It's a fuel system going on inside of the muscle bellies. There's ATP, glycogen, and fat. It works on the ATP system. You have to load it has creatine in it. You are giving it a boost of what your body already naturally creates. Sure. But you'd have to eat so much food to get that same source. It's almost impossible. It's like the same reason with like why we have an electrolyte drink. You will naturally get minerals inside of your food and there's naturally minerals inside of water but it not at the rate that we're training and exercising at that we're depleting ourselves so if you're going to take something like strength x2 you got to take it daily and around halfway through the tub you're going to start to notice those differences but it's something that's like it's, it's like it's got to be your church it's got to be your daily cup of coffee like you cannot bail on this thing halfway through and expect to have results in a couple weeks. It's a daily thing. Now our female listeners, they, they can use it too. You said if, if you want to be, or if you want to have, you know, daily erections, 
you can still get a lady boner. Um, but <laughs> women can take this and it's not just for men. No, I mean, it's not just for men by any means. Like I'm speaking to things that I think men would be val- uh, fine, valuable. Um, but you know, honestly, it's one of these kind of products where I see so many girls, like the CrossFit industry and the female gym industry is almost bigger than the men. Like I see more chicks in the gym these days than I see dudes. And I see girls love lifting weights more than ever before. So if you're in the gym and you're putting plates on the bar and you're trying to increase your training capacity, you're trying to increase your physique, you're going to want to take products that are going to help you get there faster and give you better results from the time that you put in. This is the number one product that you could imagine. If you're in the gym lifting weights, whether it's just like you trying to grow that ass, you're trying to increase that snatch, whatever the heck it is, you might as well take the products that are going to give you more benefits than the time you put in. And then beyond that, like you do have to eat properly. You do have to sleep properly. Like those are things that I can't be your daddy on. Like you can hire a nutrition coach, but like I can make the products that I tell you that are going to give you the best results. You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. No, 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 no. But if you are going to drink, it better have fucking strength X2 in it. All right. Well, that, was, that, that was the first thing that uh, when we had Megan Jacoby on, you were like, you know, you asked her, hey, what's what's your supplementation? What, what, what do you take for supplements? And like the first thing that she said was I take a daily dose of creatine. And look at her. She's a fucking beast. Great. She's a real, real beast. I mean, dude, Battle Bunker is coming up really soon. And we were sitting there and we were just talking about, you know, who's going to compete at the highest level. There's a couple girls that I'll just tell you, like Megan Jacoby and, and Carly Warpath. Warpath. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, <laughs> like that, that's a mountain of a woman. And Jacoby is just a weapon. Like, I mean, she's something like the Russians designed and we're like, this is our new. <laughs> and you got these two girls. I mean, there's plenty of other incredibly talented athletes, but I'm just personal pick. I look at those two women in almost any situation and I say to myself, wow, Carly went to go ruck games and literally nodded everybody up. Like they were nothing. And you know, women to look out for. Yeah. I think you look at Jacoby, she's got a rookie year going on and she broke the world record and did some of the most dominant stuff that's ever been done in our sport. So, you know, just follow what those girls are up to. Let some kick some ass. I think I think Carly's going to come to our um, our long run. Okay, going to come to our long run for builder. Is that builder the, run is club. that the Saturday Saturday AM builder run club? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I really like it. Like, so what we've been doing a lot has been doing like the typical run club, and then every three to four weeks we do like an excursion, mm. and it's all within ninety field minutes. Trip. Yeah, field trip. It's all within ninety minutes of of LA. So. It ends up being pretty gosh darn good. Um, so that could got, be like two hours. That could be like two, two and a half hours with like LA traffic, though. We leave so, so early. We leave yeah. so early. It doesn't. It it doesn't become an issue. Good. Uh, I really gotta. I want to nail this down. Like I, I've got so many things I want to chat about. But what's going on with you and the weight loss? Oh, it's good. Uh, Is it? I'm, Your face yeah, looks I'm good. Back, I'm chiseling, I'm chiseling out. I think Alex is just slow rolling me. He's, he's like doing shoulder flies with, with dresser drawers. And he's like, I'm just running mountains. But I think really behind the scenes, he's just not putting it out there. I know he's got a bum knee, uh, but I, I think the guy, he's like actually training and he's just like slow rolling me. He's like, I'm lifting these shoulder, I'm lifting these dresser drawers above my head. This is all I'm doing. This is all I'm doing. But buddy, (sighs) 
I've been, I've been hitting it so hard in the gym. I, if I look at my training peaks and then I just downloaded Strava again, that volume is going up. Coach Parker at Lightning Party Fitness has got me dialed in on nutrition. And 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 I know uh, Alex is like, maybe if I counted macros, I'll be able to like run up this mountain faster. But buddy, it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wadzami says you're looking good, dude. He says Thank you're looking you, good and your face, um, his face is way different. Look at that, dude. People are complimenting your face. You know, I was... We were together for training camp uh, about a week ago with everybody. And, you know, Alex was there and partaking in a fair amount of what we were doing, filming and what we were doing. Yeah. But he wasn't doing like the intensity or the volume we were doing. Okay. But he was eating like we were. <laughs> and I so think he I got on. nutrition side on point. He was just not doing the 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 strength train to like. No, 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 no. I'm saying he was eat, he was eating and drinking like I I eat like brownies and ice cream at nighttime. He mm. was doing that, and I was getting on him pretty hard. I was like, dude, what the fuck? And uh, basically, dude, he and I haven't talked in a week. Mm. I think he's he's real pissed at me. He's he might be just in the pain cave. Like, oh, let's go. Maybe, maybe. I don't know what's going on there, but maybe it's just one of these kind of things where you just don't know until you know, and he's just been tricking all of us. I think so. Maybe, maybe he's a genius. Well, maybe he's if, an evil genius. If he's running this like I did the last year's Fight the Fat, it was, I got eight weeks, so four weeks, uh, I got another month. I'll start working it hard on the second month. And I learn, I learn from the past. I learn from the mistakes because it doesn't get better in just a month. It doesn't, dude. I, like I, I have to start working on losing weight. Like I don't ever have really a bad physique, but to get into like race shape, I mm. have to start way farther out now because like I will train so hard and I will need so much food, like mass gainers all day long and rice and chicken and ice cream. You gotta be at like 5,000 calories a day, no? Yeah, but then all of a sudden to like fine tune that and bring mm -hmm. down the weight, like I'm at 207 now and I know that I wanna be in December, probably in the low 190s. Like I'm not eating steak anymore. So like I'm pulling out the things with the extra fats and at nighttime, I'm just not drinking. I'm not like, you know, I'm not, I don't have this like infatuation with booze, but if you and I sit down and have a it's meal, nice to have a glass of wine, yeah, or something. A nice glass of wine, a beer, whatever, you know, Caleb was at our training camp. We never drank to the point of drunk, but every night we had like the booze ball out. We'd be like sipping on a beer. It's just something fun to kind of do. And yeah. you have to just keep on like finding ways to trim little fat. And next thing you know, you're like, I look at the scale. I'm like, man, I'm down two pounds from last week. And then mm -hmm. you look at the scale again in like a week, you're like, I'm down another pound. And then all of a sudden, eight weeks of that, you're down eight to 10 pounds. Yeah. But, you know, the, re the reason why Alex got upset with me, and I think even at one point he was like hangry because mm -hmm. like he had stopped eating and then all of a sudden it snapped on him. <laughs> like you can't, you can't like wake up in the morning and just stuff yourself with food. Like you have to go up to the first workout fasted. And mm -hmm. at nighttime, when you eat your meal, like you're not allowed to have an appetizer and then have a dessert. Like you have to have your core meal. And these are the things that end up being 
the difference between your goals and not reaching your goals is just like, I was just watching a Kipchoge interview and he goes vitamin N like the number one thing is vitamin N it's the word. No. Mm. So when someone tries to hand you something, Hey man, have a beer. I'm like, no Christ's sake. I was home with my family just <laughs> home. And I was like, guys, I'm not drinking. My mom's just like, have a glass of wine and we'll settle you out. I'm like, bump. No, <laughs> what is wrong with you? So I, I, I had my dad over. We watched the Colorado game. Uh, big fan of, of prime time now these days. Uh, no affiliation. No, they, they lost bad to Oregon. Oregon is fast, very fast. Um, and uh, just watching, you know, dad brings over the beer. So I'm going to have a couple beers. Then, you know, I did some pizza later in the evening and then I texted coach. I was like, eh, I kind of fell off. It was one day and it was like, I had a pizza party. He goes, dude, I don't care what kind of party it was. Do you want to win this thing or not? And I was like, Ooh, so bitch. In the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, I don't care what kind of party it is. Get your ass in, in gear. Good for good, good for Parker for having a set yeah. of balls. We should get Parker on here He's and talk him. about strategy. Where is Parker? Parker, if you're watching this, call in. He normally has a standing standing uh, weight training session with my mom on on Tuesday or Monday mornings or Tuesday mornings. Well, now it's Wednesday. Um, so it's normally Monday, Wednesday. So he's, he was just about finishing this time, but uh, they're on vacation in Destin. Is Parker's there? No, no, no. My mom is, but she oh. was doing uh, she was doing tricep dips dips in the water yesterday. <laughs> nice, dude. Lightning Fitness. Um, let's talk. Let's let's talk about some things here. We did talk about potential champions for the male female side at Battle Bunker. Yep. Who do we have for males? Uh, I mean, like Caleb, I think he's tuning in right now. We got Caleb on here. Caleb, Cole Daddy. Cole Daddy. We got Jake Snake. Marshall Couples. Marshall Couples. There's Jack Driscoll. Um, Who was was the – it was a U.K. guy, and he came in first on uh, the Row Ruck Run, and he just was a – his rower was messed up. No, that was a U.K. guy. That's that's, – his name that's Rylan. interesting name rylan yeah rylan 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 rightfully so rylan's not coming back his rower broke last year that was <laughs> one of the most like emotionally heartbreaking moments for me in my career these we guys all showed up here. on the rowers and we i feel bad saying this out loud but it is honest statement we got rowers from invictus and we got half of the rowers from a row club in san diego from my buddy who has a very, very established business in the rowing world. And he's like, these guys will lend you rowers. We go pick everything up. We treat everything perfectly. Half of the rowers we collected from that rowing company all malfunctioned. Mm. Everything else worked well that weekend, but they all malfunctioned. And this kid, Rylan, was doing so well, and then it malfunctioned on him. And I was like, I was heartbroken for him because I would have killed somebody if that happened to me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm the dude who screwed this up. Like I screwed this up for this guy. And it was just, it was tough. It was tough to witness. It was tough to have him go through that. Um, and we do, is there any type of preview to where uh, this year we are going to be using some rowers? We're te- Testing everything to give the exact answer for everybody this weekend. Like everything's mm. the thing. All the equipment's bought. We're just making sure we're going to go do a whole test weekend this weekend. I will tell you right now, and like I should can 
probably converse with Austin. There are no machines. There's nothing there that can malfunction. There's nothing there that is going to give you guys hard, questionable repetitions. It mm-hmm. is going to be very raw, is going to be very straightforward, and it is going to be basically, can you get this task done better than somebody else? It's not for up for interpretation. It's going to be a very, very raw event. Unlike things that you would witness in other in other competitions, for sure. Like this is not meant to be like CrossFit. This is not meant to be like go ruck games. It's it's just meant to be, oh fuck. Like this is a battle. Like this is a real fucking battle. And people are going to be emotionally broken down. People are going to be physically broken down. And it's not an attack. It's a it's a it's a question and we're asking you to respond to it. Get so, inside your mind. Can can you do this? Can mm-hmm. you do this? Because if you think about the roots of like special forces and tactical t- style fitness, they want don't want to know the dude who's got the six pack or the sh- chick who can do you know a two hundred pound snatch because that's all well and good when you're in a in a perfectly measured environment with air conditioning on and so on and so forth. They want to find the person that under the most challenging of situations doesn't break. That's what we created. And that's what we're trying to create on a higher level every single season. And uh, it will be very interesting. I mean, this season's so much more elevated than it was last season. And that's awesome. Um, But what's going to happen third season, it's almost like the Richter scale of earthquakes. Like one to two to three to four are infinitely Mm -hmm. bigger. But the difference between four to five is even greater than the distance between one to four. So Mm -hmm. each season will get more and more crazy. And it's the stuff that I, I... I dreamed of when I was an athlete and I'm going to try to create that environment for people, the most challenging and the most epic and the most rewarding. And the person who answers the question will be rewarded with not only cash, but pride for being a champion of that capacity. Are any of the challenges going to be the Bruce bug trotter challenge? The fuck is that? It was, it was on the rock zone podcast with guys are like, what non-physical activity would you add to a high rocks in the middle of it? Uh, that, that isn't there now. And so it's not, you know, adding more pushups. It was a non-physical. So one of, one of the guys suggested it's from Matilda and, uh, Bruce bug trotter is one of the characters and he gets caught eating the cake. So he's like, all right, you have to eat this entire chocolate cake in front of assembly. And he does. So, but it's a big ass chocolate cake. I would dominate that. Yeah. Hot dog oh, eating man. contest in the middle of after your 5K run. Caleb, are you still on here? Because I want to know your opinion of who you think the heaviest competition for yourself is going to be. Put it in the notes, please. And then we got Chris Bystyfield. I want to stop by and say hi to the Golden God. I think is he's that, referring to you. Are you sure? Because right now you're looking pretty good. Thanks, man. Yeah, Wad Zombie. It's annoying how handsome Austin is. I can't tell if Wad Zombie's a guy or a girl. It, he, it's, it, he's, a, he's a guy. Are you sure? Yeah, he, he said it on here. But also, if you take a look at whenever you create your profile on Instagram, it makes you put a name, and his name is Nick, although that could be like Nicolette. Yeah, for sure. Or Nicole. For sure. Justin M., Really pumped about Strength X2 delivery. Michael Curry, what's my next High Rocks race? That's a conversation we're going to get into soon. Um, Caleb, heaviest competition? Uh, oh, Wad Zombie says he has a penis. That's okay. cool. But these days, that chicks can have penises mean. too. 
So do you identify fuck, as man? a male? You're I think he identifies. I think he's saying I identify as a male. Nick the dick. Nick the dick. Very interesting. I want to know the truth. All right. Smoke and mirrors, dude. You can put a penis on anything these days. He did. And Zombie did say that he would be up for like being a guest host on the pod. I'm nervous. We don't know what's on the other side of that wall. <laughs> uh, yeah. You just don't know. You just don't know. Um, we're cheating on Savan. Yeah, you guys are cheating on Savan. I will say I am so proud of Savan. And Savan and I didn't know each other at all until about a year and a half ago. We oh, I thought y'all had like a, a long-term relationship, like knowing each other back in the day. No, man. It just immediately kind of just like it was such an easy, seamless kind of thing. No ego involved, no nothing. It was just it's like, hey, man, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And that's the way chicks should be, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> – he has grown his podcast and his business to such a level that I am massively impressed. Like I am so proud of him that he took back the reins on the voice of what's going on in CrossFit. I think he helped entirely was like, I don't know, such a massive part about growing that business. And then they turned his back on him and you know what? I'm sure it hurts, but he didn't like, you know, cry and run away from the business. Now he's reestablishing his relationship with it. And he's was killing he associated it. with CrossFit? Dude, he was the one who created all the all the media, all those documentaries about CrossFit. Those documentaries that basically made CrossFit what it is. Because people wouldn't have known about the players involved, the workouts involved, the intensity, the versatility, how incredible of an event it is if it wasn't for those documents. And that's why I've always said, like, it's so annoying that Spartan Race and High Rocks have not taken advantage of that. Because mm-hmm. if they did they at a so higher long. level – yeah, they need Savan. They should hire him right now. Is, is that his real name, or is that like, uh, like kind of like Armenian. A, a savant? He's a savant. No, you savant know, it means like an expert. Oh, so you're thinking that, that's a one of those. Uh, I still can't pronounce the shit correctly. <sighs> uh, Caleb's saying that Aston Dommel do not know who that is, and being that I'm the race director, it's probably not a good thing. But I forget people's names often. But Aston Cole Schwartz, Cole Daddy. Cold Daddy is is thick right now. Cold Daddy is thick. He's a beefcake. But he also ran uh, the devil's butt crack with us, and he had a pretty competitive time, mm. but not insanely competitive. Caleb, on the other hand, did not have a competitive time. Mm. Caleb was a gutter was a gutter goose. Like I, Caleb. I was- when I ran that gosh darn thing like that, it's so tough. And then you were talking about, well, you know, I was thinking about running it with a uh, with a weight vest. I was like, I can't even do this with with just body weight, bud. It's so trash right now that the times are slower by like ninety seconds plus. Is it like washed out from rain and stuff? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can barely. You, can barely you need you it. need some type of track sh- or uh, like uh, hiking shoes to do that thing. I I was it's it's very steep. And just trying to, if you were to go back down there and, and as opposed to like what Dylan and I did out and around and almost got lost. Puma finally sent me some trail shoes and they're gangsters all hell. I needed them. And a good I've way. Yeah. yeah. They're really good. They're really good. They look fresh too. It's almost like I don't want to go on the trail with them because I look so cool. <laughs> That's a big part of what Puma does. They've got such good fashion. Uh, Caleb, look at this. Caleb weighs 230 like a hippo trying to run uphill. Caleb. 
speaking yourself in the third person, <laughs> great, great start to this conversation. And I do know you're talking about Aston. He's that big blonde guy who could is going to be a big problem for you. Just saying, this is going to be really exciting. Um, I want to go back up to the top. I want to bring up High Rock season, and I've been trying to figure this out. Uh, it looks like my first race is going to be Birmingham. If everything books correct, I'm going to go and race doubles in Birmingham. We're going for the world record. And then we are going to do the men's relay the following day or at some other point in time that weekend to go for the uh, men's relay record as well. So I'm really excited about that. I'm kind of starting to push my shape and work towards that right now. I do not think I'm going to go to Chicago. I just don't think it's necessary to start the season that early. And then at least for singles and then uh, I guess doubles with the founder of represents in London. And then the first championship for me will be Stockholm. Is, is the North America, I was looking at uh, time, times and places this year where they're hosting, and it looks like Chicago is not the North American Championships. It's pushed to March 2024 and DC. in D.C. Yeah. I mean, I think D.C. is a dog shit city, so, but I understand that they need time to build it up, mm -hmm. and there's probably more people on the East Coast that are interested in it. Like, I bet you the population of people that love High Rocks in Florida and New York are bigger than well, the population of people in the Midwest. The the only East Coast event that they really have is I think like they run it in New York, and that's really been the only one that has has uh, for events that they've been able to host on the East well, Coast. They, so they, far. Have, they have the Miami High Rocks on the beach, oh, like Southern. you know, High Rocks in Florida just typically uh, like High High Rocks in general is is just like a it's obviously a fitness event. Florida is a state. Is just obsessed with just working out. Like they're just, you're either an alcoholic or you have a six pack. Like those are your two <laughs> options in the state of Florida. That's going to be a good clip. That's going to get us a lot of trouble. Um, what was I going to say? I'm only going to DC to basically take David Magida's dreams of becoming a champion of his own city and bury it, bury it down so deep that his emotional health will be fractured for years. Do we know that he's already signed up for it? Oh, dude, there's not a chance in hell that for that sure. dude's not going to show up to his own city race. He's going to pump it up with his gym and everything like that. And I'm going to show up and shit all over his dreams. And that's a healthy way to approach training. I watched this video the other day of talking. Uh, Tom Brady was talking about his competition. He was talking about how much he hates. I don't have competition. or I don't have friends on the other side. I had my teammates. Yeah, and everyone's like, it's, I don't understand why you two fight. Like, what's wrong? Why is Hyrox so upset? And I was like, what are you talking about? This dude's this is competing against me. Yeah, this yeah. dude's competing against me. And you don't know about our private conversation, so stick to yourself. But I'll speak on, on it publicly. I'm going to fucking shit on that dude. And I'm going to take the cash that I earn afterwards, and I'm going to buy all my best friend's drinks and then I'll send – there's a website called poopsenders.com, and I'll send just gallons of shit to his his gym. Such a heavy amount that it will fracture any weak man's body trying to pick that shit up. I think it's seven – go to poopsenders.com right now. You can buy shit. I know you could send it, and they have all the th – the thing is is that the, the, the beauty of the website is you can send it anonymously. Yeah. Oh, you're that an anonymity out of – 
I'm just shooting it. I'm shooting it from the hip. I'm shooting it from the hip. I don't need the money. I'd rather spend it on shit. Rather spend it on shit. Oh, you're gonna um, love this. So Chicago is the major uh, DC and North America major. Hyrox is a major, and DC is the North America major. Says Noel Retagan. Ready for that? <laughs> what? Oh, that is heavy. That is a Their heavy picture. Banner picture is the a rear rhino. end of an elephant or a, a rhino. Yeah. A summer sale. Oh gosh. Did you did we unpack the story about what happened in the cabin with Caleb? No. Oh, this is pretty gnarly. There, so, there was a hashtag, it was like the poop tails. You know, the instead of the duck tails, it was like the poop tails. Yeah. What's going on? Is that why one of the one of the the ladies got her own Airbnb? I can imagine that would probably be like a, a driving force as to why she got her own place. There's no way to understand what Ange does mentally. Uh, but <laughs> basically, there was just this funk, and we thought that there was like a dead animal under under the house. Yeah, and. We like opened up the thing and looked in there a little bit, but it was like, you know, you'd have to go pretty deep to understand what was going on. And, <laughs> and basically like I had to leave for a meeting in LA and at some point in time, Caleb just decided to go in there with a flashlight and figure out what's going on. I believe because of the, that hurricane and like, just like a bunch of water moving through the house and stuff, it fucked up the toilet system and it, moved a pipe so like if this is like part of our septic system there was a pipe that was going into it and mm -hmm. it fell off so there was mm -hmm. shit just dumping oh, just... into the basement of the house oh no dumping dumping, mm. dumping and now all of a sudden you've got six athletes there they're eating tons of food and pooping like 10 times a day each and the smell just started increasing at a rate that was like incredible like it was just like what is going on it's getting worse and worse by the second so caleb had to go down there and then i had to call like there's you know that there's no structure to crest line it's basically mm -hmm. like a bunch of just it's a, hey i got a buddy that uh i got a buddy that does this give give robbie a call yeah give old robbie a call robbie knows how to fix a poop app and I called this dude Shane that I've become friends with up there he's like the coolest dude ever he's MacGyver He's MacGyver. Mm. And I called him. I was like, dude, I don't have any other options. And him and his homies came down and they fixed the situation like snap. And it cost me a boatload of money to fix it. But at the same time, like it saved the lives of many. Yeah. Heavy though. Like, well, you guys didn't get into uh Jankum, did you? What's that? It's huffing uh fecal gas. You, you put it in a bottle, put a, balloon on top the the kids were doing it back in the day called butt jankum i don't care <laughs> i don't want to talk about this anymore there's certain things that i just cannot extend on like i cannot i cannot get myself into that place mentally it gives me the grossness so much the ick that i'm out that you david yeah uh aisha says she's that we're right about florida and like I've lived in Florida a lot. I've got nothing bad to say about Florida. I actually prefer that you are like you live a polarizing lifestyle. Like you're drunk on a boat or you're getting ripped on the beach. But and I think that's very interesting. Augie's down there. Augie lives a life that is 
you know, probably cooler than any man that I know. I think every Thursday and Friday he's got access to his his yacht club and he's he's tooling around on on the waters. He's always on a boat. I'm like, yeah. what's out there? Like, what are you doing? He's just cruising, man. I I want to get a boat. I feel like I have to get a boat. Are you getting cold? No, I I thought that was a little bit unprofessional. I had I had my extra shirts up on my chair. There you go. Forty minutes in the episode, cleaning up well, your act. I just, I just noticed. <laughs> uh, dude, how do you feel about the new background of my room? This is now my new room, so this, this is our new bed. Yeah, it's kind of like interesting. It. I think I slept in that room. How dare you? Yeah, it was. This I, is, uh, it was. It was two marches ago. Isn't that crazy? That's, that's when we used to have K on the team. Mm-hmm. Crazy K. Yeah, he stayed in one on one side, and I was on the other side. Which fast forward to the end of that weekend, uh, we look up in the in the corner right by the uh, entryway of the entire apartment. There, there's a black widow spider. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, maybe we should get rid of that. Nah, he takes care of the other thing. I was like, but it's a black widow spider. I've been up guess, here for ten guess, years. That's like that's like just seeing an ant on the wall, huh? Yeah. I've just grown to realize that that it this being up here and being in my cabin, you are you are so deep in the woods, you are part of the woods. So just mm-hmm. having this like really over the top expectation of like things not getting involved in your life, it's just it's a losing game. Every time I leave my truck week or two parked, I come back mm-hmm. every single time. Mice have gotten into my engine bay and started eating stuff. I cannot mm. control it. I've lost thousands of dollars worth of those to those rats. And then, how, how did you find your keys? Uh, how did how did your keys get stuck in the grill? Did oh, you have to fuck. break down a window? I still have not got. I've still not gotten those out of there. No kidding. They're, they're, they're stuck somewhere in the bumper. Thank God you just reminded me of that. I could try to take it apart. So does that mean you could technically get in in your car and no. do the push to start because it's within a frequency? No, those things are so smart. If I put my key on the door and open it up and then try to turn on the car, it's like car is not key is not in car. Mm. Close it and it, it will work. Um, Here we Victor, go. Here's a good one. Who you who you run race doubles with? You're the two fittest cities in the U.S. According, probably doesn't translate, dude. That's such a lie. D.C. is not yes. considered two fittest cities. A, a fit city is D.C. No. No. I would think like Colorado would be. I mean, everyone bikes and hikes there. That's got to rank higher than than the D.C. senators and. I would I would check your sources on that, dude, because a lot of times, sometimes the cities, um, dude, everyone runs there. That's that's not a metric either. You should see New York Running City. From the police. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm I'm being a hater, but at the same time, oh, yeah, you're a fit see. dude. There's a lot of fit people that live in random cities at all times, but there's no way DC is even close to being one of the fittest cities. I would say places that are warmer, like you start to go down and you start to go look at places like San Diego, you start to look at like places like Miami, where having extra body fat and heat all of a sudden makes it more challenging to live. People end up getting leaner. People are moving around a lot more. People are in much less clothes or exposed so they can hide a lot of their fat. Dude, if you go look up at any of the northern cities, their body mass just gets thicker 
thicker and thicker and thicker. And I'm not even talking from a place where I have like exact stats. Uh, DC just has bad mental health. Wow. Arlington, Virginia. I, I'm not picking up on that. No. I also wouldn't trust ACSM for shit. We're going to talk to my dad, who's the best at sourcing information. Madison, Wisconsin, I would say yes. Minneapolis, not a chance. San Francisco, everyone's on drugs. St. Paul, Minnesota. <sighs> Tough. There's a lot of good CrossFitters there. And St. Paul, Minnesota, where First Form's based out of. Dude, you're muted. Uh, I'm not sure. First Form. And type in where, where's First Form based out of? Crestline is the fittest city on the planet. Thank you for <laughs> noticing that, Caleb. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Mizzou. Victor, I want to go over this. Since you're here right now, I was going to ask, how much can a High Rocks athlete earn this year as a pro? You probably have the data on this stuff, but I think there's five majors where I think you can win $10,000 for first place at each of them. And I think first place at World Championships is $50,000. Wow, they're really up in the bag, huh? I think so. Yeah, I think so. You know what the most disappointing Gary. city I've ever been to was? Just walk around the city. Look yeah. at the people. It was Edinburgh, Scotland. I'm mm. Scottish, and I was so excited to go meet my people. And I got there, and I was like, these are not my people. These mm. people are heinous. That's actually my cover photo, the uh, Edinburgh Castle. Dude, they are fat. They're nasty. I don't know, we, we did a lot of walking. I don't know. I, I don't really remember too many overweight people. It was heavy. It was heavy. Um, we have Skid Row here in L.A. Wadzami, do you live in L.A.? Anyone, those tweakers, could win High Rocks in a second. That's so true. <laughs> that is so true. They pick up cars on, on, on those drugs. Yeah, they're they're unstoppable. Unstoppable. You know what? Alex usually is tuning into the show and commenting by now. I think that's a good sign that Alex has not commented once. It means that he's sleeping. He's sleeping. You need some rest. You should be up training right now. He's he's got a lot of rollerblading to do. I think, dude, I see he's posting about his knee. Like the the yeah. last thing he should be doing is running a lot. Like he owns a bike. He, he, he should be biking. Uh, he was doing 824 miles last night in the dark and without a headlamp, or I guess he had a flashlight, but I'd be like, you know, my knee was messed up. Uh, that's like a, a cocktail for like really, you know, hitting a pothole and, and rolling your ankles. Now mm -hmm. um, I'm listening. He should be rollerblading a ton, rollerblading up the hills and stuff. He should be in the gym. He's got keys to the gym. Oh dude, by the way, there's a company that's coming to drop off like the most insane fitness equipment in my house mm. in the next next couple days. At the Malibu home? Yeah, dude. They just reached out to me and like, you know, the fitness companies always reach out to us. They're like, yes. we'd love to send you some equipment. And they like send us yeah. like a rubber band. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm, thanks. They're like, yeah, would they, you post was, about it? I'm like, whole, no. There was a whole uh, company that, that kept hitting us for, um, yeah, uh, super bands. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I, I, I can't. I'm sure they're good, but. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But just, dude, they're coming in and they're building one of these like mega weight racks with like Ooh. all like the handles on it and everything like that. I'm so With like the cable excited. side to side? 
no cables, but like, um, I'm, I'm going to wait until I'm going to wait until this partnership actually happens. Yeah. But they're showing up tomorrow and supposedly building the things. They're like, we just want to see you working out on it and it would be helpful. And I was like, listen, you know, we're going to use it, yeah. but I want to see it actually happen before we have any agreements here. So they're coming like tomorrow. To put this out there. If you have any extra ski ergs or row ergs that are duplicates after the end of the season, I have room for them in my garage and I would be gladly to, to parent them for a while. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. Dude, that's another thing. So concept to uh, offer to support me this season with some extra equipment because of like some of the training we were doing, I need some extra equipment on it. Definitely a big shout out to them. They've always been yeah. super supportive. And at this point in my life, like I'm, I spend more time on machines than I do running and it's healthy. It, like I have no issues with it. I always get fitter. It just ends up being one of these kind of things where I I'm very grateful to have the machines. I think it's the best way to train for longevity and overall fitness. So what do you normally like, put your, uh, the damper when you do a ski, when you do a row, is it high rocks damper? Or do you do a little bit less or a little bit more? I do either 10 or five. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause you got to understand like, that seven is just like a drag rate that like is, is necessary for the events, but it's not efficient. So if you look at the best rowers in the world, they're down like near that five. And I do 10 sometimes to work on strength capacity and sprints, but usually I'm down like the fives and sixes. And like, so I then on race day, are, are you doing 10 or are you doing five? Cause you can touch it once. I'll probably but... start dropping it down to the sixes and stuff like that. Like I just don't, I can generate more force on those things than anybody else in the world that I'm competing mm -hmm. against. And I don't need to be working at that high of a level at that point. Like I get out of there about eight to 14 seconds faster than all the other competitors. And the amount of energy that it will take to have that seven versus the five, it's not necessary. Like I don't need to put in 10% more effort to get the same amount of work done. I can increase my stroke capacity up a little bit. Um, I want to go through a couple more things. So we talked about strength X2, the doubles races are coming up. Uh, I guess we did bring up like how much money can a high rocks athlete make. So let's just do the math on this. If you do, I think there's, you've got Hong Kong. I don't Is think you're allowed to do that rocks, unless you're a last chance qualifier. Yeah. There's Hong Kong, Vienna. Chicago, uh, Stockholm, and then you got DC, and then you got Worlds, which is fifty. I think you can make ninety thousand if you did all of them, and you won all of them, yeah. Yeah, if you win all of them, you can't do Hong Kong because I think it's last chance qualifier. And you're not allowed to do it if you've already, already qualified, which I think is stupid. I think it should just roll down. They should let me 42K per major, but I'm looking for each prize placement amount. So if you do 10 and 10, and then you do 5 and 5, you're at 30. And then you do, you do 3 and 3, which is... You know, you're at 36, and then you do one and one, you're at 38, then you do five and five, you're at um you're at 40, I think, 39. 
and then you go down to like the 250s and the 100s. That would be the proper way to do it. I honestly like uh, this comes from me and it doesn't sound great because I'm the best guy in the world, but I don't think that they should feed the people at the bottom of the barrel as much as they do. Like it, it it's like when you go to like a, a championship, you don't just like give out handouts because people showed up. Like, you know, you got to pay the best to, so that the best can continue to push um continue to push the envelope. And that's just it. Like the biggest dog eats the most. And that's how I would structure it. But if they make it cheaper than $10,000, I'd be pissed. Just saying. So it's going to be 10 K for the, uh, what are they called? Like us or, uh, North American championships and the um, UK championships, UK, Ireland, open relay championships. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, Hong Kong is a, not a major next May. There's no prize money. Um, at least they haven't said anyways. Mm, that's from Noel Retagan. Fuck. So much for me going to Hong Kong. Yeah. I was excited about Hong Kong. Were you going to go? Yeah. I mean, the next chapter that we're opening up for Builder is going to be in Asia. So... Pacific. Time to go over there and go meet my people. That's right. That's right. Okay, Morningwood Radio. Let's see what else I've got. Whew. I want to talk about Black Friday sales and things like that, but I'm going to go into the, the, the show notes of people asking us questions on Instagram. There's one guy, there's this kid that has asked me the same question every single week. Have you answered it? Yeah, I do on the show all the time. He just continues to ask the same thing. He's a 15-year-old kid. And I don't want to sound rude, but I'm like, what's going on with you? Do you ask the same question all the time? Have I even DM'd him? So I guess 10K times four majors in the world um, plus the world championship prizes. The last two races are just qualifiers, all those cheap fucks. So you just got to make money in the beginning. So, Victor... Are you saying that Stockholm pays out, Vienna pays out, and uh, Chicago pays out? Shoot me straight, Victor. You've got you've got sparse information. We need answers. He's he sounds like he's got the inside scoop. Yeah, dude, we want the scoop. Okay, Robert Paxton. It's a little off from Murph training, but what would you your take on CHP? swing towards the CHP Crucible. I don't know anything about the CHP Crucible. I know that uh, Alex Viata puts it on, and I respect the guy immensely, but I'm just not going to compete in anything but High Rocks anymore. Mm -hmm. No time. Trevor Ottoman, fitness. Can you go over snatch progression? I'm being a little bitch on the catch on the bottom. If you're having issues with snatches, I had to accelerate my possible like my capabilities and snatching very quickly because I wanted to go to the CrossFit game in a short period of time. Uh, wait a second, they're only uh, I you got to do snatch balances and you should get a bamboo bar. So Victor, they're only paying out cash at DC and Chicago. That's it. They're not paying at the European Championships at all, Victor. You need to start using full sentence structure because this is bullshit. <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, okay. hang on. Noel might have one or Noel. Majors pay out four of them. Prize money not announced yet. 
Dubai event earlier this year. Nobody cares about Dubai. They have way too much money, and they paid absolutely jack shit. Screw you, Dubai. Um, you were talking about government games, though. No, government games sucks ass, too. Okay, Marshall Couples. Caleb, Bike, Erg, Damper, doesn't matter. You suck no matter what. Damn. Heavy. Heavy for Marshall. Love you showing up. Victor, saying LOL does not fill the gaps on what you've been saying to us. You have not given us any further information. (laughs) Victor, you've given us the shittest information ever. Noel Ratagan, Radigan has better information than you. Noel, you are now considered our greatest source of information. Victor, you've gone <laughs> to the bottom of the list. Um, okay, four I, majors. I don't know what's going on. Supposedly Maybe they've increased like cash prizes. Okay. I'm going to be oh, very here disappointed. Oh, here, 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 here we go. Shy DC and the two majors in Europe. Four majors. Dude, Wad Zombie coming after Victor. Right now, I like this. I like this a lot. It's, it's, it's racing Zachary. He probably does. Zachary Farney. If you had to add in one workout a week to sharpen up for DecaFit, what would it be? Well, first of all, I wouldn't go to DecaFit because that's a huge mistake. And second of all, you should just train for High Rocks because it's a harder and longer event and you'll dominate everybody at DecaFit. Hopefully that answers it. Jackham, 95. Pick one, 100 burpees or 10 400 meter sprints. I mean, I guess because of the value of it, I'd do 400-meter sprints because I need to run more. The Alchemy Coaching, do you include Zone 2 training workouts in your training for High Rocks camps? Um, I mean, I do a lot of Zone 2 training. When you have a lot of people show up for training camps, nobody – I tell everybody, guys, listen to your heart rate, and everybody just redlines it the whole time. By the end of the camp, everyone just folded, and they don't show up to workouts anymore. So they don't listen, and then the, I'm the only one standing at the end of the camp, but that's just happens. Yeah, but Aaron, I would imagine like your zone two is a lot a lot faster than than the average Joe's zone two. Dude, you'd be surprised. Day one, we did this big mountain run, and I was walking up the hills, and everybody was running. Mm. I was like, guys, slow down. You're here for seven <laughs> days. Slow down. Never listen. Okay, Aaron Mikkel Hill OCR, how much running should you – be doing in your high rocks training Mm. i think you should run the amount of time that you think your uh, run estimate is at least once a week so if you're going to run like a 90 minute high rocks you should run 90 minutes once a week at least keep that ultimate engine ultimate engine uh once a week on like mondays or tuesdays is the four rounds five rounds six rounds of the five minutes a five minute pace right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's yeah. definitely speed work and stuff, but like that's the biggest thing I would tell anybody. I was like, if you're not doing the endurance work, you're not going to do well in an endurance event, which High Rocks is. Mm-hmm. It's a running. I, I, I'm running 40 to 60 miles a week when I'm getting in shape, but I'm biking a ton too. I mean, it just depends. Um, are you going to stay in California once you're done competing? This is from Ben Jardine. I think Jen, Ben's trying to get in and be my roommate, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, I probably, for the sake of the fact that California is amazing and I think I'm going to be a mega millionaire, I will stay in California because I like it. Do I think California is a good state for society or human beings? No. I think California is the biggest waste of the United States capabilities that I've ever witnessed. And I just, I just went to get gas yesterday 
it was seven twenty nine a gallon. Mm. That's that's not feasible for almost any human being on the planet, and they're going to destroy California. And I'll sit here and watch at my place, <laughs> but it sucks, man. I feel bad for anybody who lives in California, but I, I want to build a business here. I think it's super important. I think I value it. Like I'll support me and mine to get through it in California, but California is a shit state. Michael Kirkmeister. This is the guy who asks every single time, how would you build an elite 15 athlete from the ground up? Michael, I'm hoping you're listening to this. Just DM me privately and we will have a conversation. I'll help you out as much as I can. Any tips on improving your ski? You picked High Rocks locations for this major season. Ryan Bell, uh, dude, I would just honestly watch videos on people who are doing skiers like myself and other athletes at the highest level and just keep on trying to uh, emulate their workouts. Just the same way I would watch snatch videos if I want to get better at snatches. Um, Jared right here is asking my hate for DecaFit. Now we we do love Deca in I think it was a Deca Spain which were the official drink sponsor of. Yes, I think Deca fits great. I really do think Deca fits great. I think it's a great test. It's a great way for people to compete. I just like to talk shit because that's what I'm good at. Um, and also, so there's there's not really like a burning factor that uh, put your chip put a chip on your shoulder that that it was like they're done. They're they're not on my good list. Yeah, I guess I should probably talking shit about Daggerfit. I'm sorry. Um, Marshall, I've been hitting Ultimate Engine high for Hypercon 90 minute runs almost every Saturday. Marshall's got the right idea. Oh, and Marshall, then we got Caleb for the follow up almost every Saturday. Gosh, almost dang. every Saturday. Uh, wow, wow, Caleb Yates coming in with the beanbag <laughs> punch. Oh man, this is great. Um, oh, uh, High Rocks buy out the DECA brand. I think DECA is so ingrained in Spartan. Man, we'll never do it. We'll never do it. But but Spartan Race did just buy OCRWC, which is crazy. I think that's pretty fucking nuts. Um, let's see here. Uh, who will you be doing doubles with this season? Uh, AEP physical therapy training. I'm not telling you. Is my answer. That was a that was an earlier question. Yeah, Bobby Savage. You just gotta wait and see. It, uh, are you an alien? Does it make any sense how um, how in shape you are as a human? Are you? Uh, I. Are you a lizard people? Are you lizard people? I just never stop moving. Like I got to pee right now, so bad, and I can't stop shaking in my chair. Rico Salacido. What's more impressive, running a five-minute mile or a three-hour marathon? By far, the three-hour marathon. You'll watch a lot of people be able to get by with a skin of your teeth on a five-minute mile. It's not an endurance event at that, at that point. But the three-hour marathon is like consistency, training, pacing, nutrition. It's not even a close conversation. I'm going for a four-hour. There you go, baby. Do you have a pump-up playlist, uh, Jared Barcia, Barakia? Yeah, I do. It's private though. What makes you tick outside of sports? What drives you in business? I just read books about people that have done far greater things than me. And 
at that point, like it just shows me where the high water mark is and we're nowhere near it. Everybody who's sitting here watching this podcast, you're doing 10 to 20% of your capability. You just are. I mean, fuck, dude, this book on Magellan right now, going to conquer and discover and cross the circumnavigate the globe when there was nothing out there is a good resource now. Like it'd be hard to sail across the world right now as is with all of the amenities. And this did do it, did it. And against all of the odds, against mutiny, against piracy, against uh, savages, like against bad weather, like he just did it. And I'm sitting here and I'm like on my iPhone. I was like, I'm going to post about my new supplement. And it took me 30 seconds of slapping my thumb against my screen. Life ain't hard. I'm going to piss and I'm going to come back. Okay. All right. Yeah, watch, zombie. Start talking about myself. Um, So my my friend Craig gave me a call earlier this morning. Maybe he should put his mic on mute. But uh, as kind of like a challenge starting October 1st, he had a good idea. You take five different exercises, and he was going to do 100. And I thought, well, let, let's kind of like chipper it down, and let's see how we how we get with the first month. But you take five different exercises, pull-up, push-up, TRX row, uh, uh, flutter kicks, and um, shoulder presses. And you take those five exercises. All right, so I was, I was I was talking about uh, thank you, Dylan. I was talking about this this challenge that uh, me and my buddy Craig might be starting October first. You take five different exercises, 50, 50 reps, forty reps, thirty reps, twenty reps, ten reps, and then you do that daily. So you take any five group of exercises: air squats, pull ups, push ups, uh, bicep curl, and shoulder press, and you do fifty reps, forty reps, thirty reps, twenty, reps, and then the the exercise can change daily. But just as as something to keep your mind on track during the holidays when everyone is reaching for that extra layer of cake, which you should by all means do that. But just something to keep my mindset and just keep going. Maybe, maybe uh, we're, we're going to implement that. There you go. Watch you have to explain that whole thing to me again, but no. we'll do it, I guess, I'll another time. You murdered my name. Every time, Jared, it's impossible to pronounce that last name. It's impossible. Urshia, I know, you, I know you. You gave us how to spell it phonetically last time. It was like a Burke, like like Burke, Burka. All right, we got this chick, Tracy Ann Masterson. She says, "How long would your training lock block be for a hundred k?" Uh, if you really want to do well in something like a hundred K and let's say you're mildly trained, like you've done 10 Ks and half marathons. I would say that it will take you probably 12 to 16 weeks to be able to do a hundred K. And the way that I would do it differently from other people is every two weeks I would do a long run and I would focus on having your, like a, just an amped up version of what you normally would do your long run for like a marathon. Oh yeah. Like I would go up to 20 and then I would go to 25 and then I would go to 30 and then I'd come back down and I'd do like 20 and then I'd do 27 and then I'd do like 33 and then I'd come back down and I would do that like a couple times through and at that point, like I would spend most of my time training on the bike. I would do lots of long runs. So that other Saturday I would be doing like five to six hour bike rides and endurance. 
interestingly enough, actually, like, you know, the more you do of the motion that you're going through, the better. But also at the same time, you can spend so much time doing things like biking and non-impact based endurance that will really help you just build your body's efficiency and capabilities. Washington, D.C. is calling me. Um, mm. And it will make a big difference. Identified your business for a loan pre-qualification. Oh fuck, dude, we got a loan. Yeah, we're gonna yes. get a been qualified. We need help. <laughs> Please. We need it. Um and you'd oh, be surprised, man. Like I didn't train for that Iron Man, the last one that we did with long runs at all. And I had a really good marathon time. Like basically without me cramping, I ran a 320 marathon at the end of an Ironman. And I think really, if I had done a little more specific work, I would have broken three for sure. And I just did so much time on the bike. My body got really efficient at like going longer. And I just learned how to consume food properly during it. And that's the most important thing. When you get into those longer races, it's like, how well do you manage consumption? Cause eventually it's just, you're losing water and you're losing calories. Like you got to find a way to put it back in. Hey, so this will be my first marathon coming up. Can we can we do a show and and maybe like a, a segment on how to do that? Food, yeah. water, yeah. Wearing yeah. the vest, wearing not the vest, wearing the belt vest. Dude, there's uh, most major marathons have so many snacks. You probably mm. just want to keep like a little ziploc with gels and the water you can get as you go. Mm. Yeah, like I, I mean, like I would if I did it again. And I really wanted to do well. I would just hydrate with the products that I love the most, like really, really well ahead of time. And then I may bring a bottle with me to start the race off. But then eventually, like I would just half, I would double scoop or triple scoop it with Builder. And I would take sips along the way. And then I would drink the water on course. Like that's something that I would do no problem. Uh, let's see. Burr, I'm cold. See ya. So that's how you pronounce his last name, like Bersia. Bersia. I'm, I'm not buying it, dude. Just not. Not buying it. All right. Uh, we're an hour and 10 in. I think we've covered I most of it. Well. I think we have. Uh, if anybody's still Are listening we at this point. On for like Monday and the, the sheriff roundup on Thursday, but we appreciate you showing back up. Yeah. How many people do we have live at this point? Like 10? Uh, well, there's 39. At one point, we had 47 today. So That's thank you all. Not bad. If you guys are watching this right now, I want to ask you a favor. If you've taken our products before, go to the website, leave a review, and I'm going to pick one person who leaves a review, and I'm going to send you guys a free bundle of the Strength X2 and um, the Strength X2 and the Hydro. It doesn't matter where you're at. I'll just pick one person. So go leave a review. It helps us out a ton. Like we have so many customers buying for us now, yet we don't have that many reviews. And the same thing for the show. You guys all listen. We get thousands and thousands yeah, of downloads and listens. button on uh, Spotify and smash the like button. It helps. It helps. And we're trying to build like basically a media company that sells products. Like we're always trying Aisha, to give yes. you guys better if, opportunities. If you have a new experience with, with Hydro or now with Strength X2, absolutely leave another review and let us know what your what your next development was. You could leave a bad review too, if that's your truth. Mm -hmm. I leave bad reviews all the time. I'm like, gosh, I wish I liked this product more, but it's a piece of shit. And that's okay. 
That's okay, because that's honesty. But at least it's a review, and it shows people that we do have a business that is generating and connecting with the community, and it does allow people to understand our products better. It allows us to understand it better, and you know we're we're pushing it. We're pushing it to the limits, guys. We're always trying to get new products and create better opportunities for our customers here. So, um, thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. It's the Romanian pronunciation of Ber Barcha, Bercha. Bercha. Jared's got okay. a great story. I think he's lost over what eighty pounds. He's he's on a he's on a the what's it called the, the seventy day hard or ninety day hard, seventy five hard, seventy five. I really do like that. One of these days, I'll try it. Like I think there's there's no reason why somebody shouldn't try something like seventy five hard when you just you, you want something to challenge you, something to just hold yourself accountable, and it will shape you as a person. It's the same reason why I'll just like do things like Ironmans in the off season because it just you're like I have to commit to this, otherwise it's going to break me down. It's going to make me a better person by the end. Um, I uh, I've implemented the the reading ten minutes a day in the morning. I, I try to uh, I'm opening up the new book that my buddy uh, Clay wrote, Be the One, and I'm I'm reading ten minutes a day. I'm reading like three to five hours a day. I know <laughs> audio books. Yeah, and I can't Can tell. Do you run with that? Because I just it's there's no motivation for me, even on an easy run. I have to listen to music. I can't do gym sessions, but I definitely will do books on tape when I'm running. Like really? yesterday, I definitely am doing books on tape. Like right now, I'm gonna go into the gym. I'm gonna go crank my pre workout, and I'm gonna go into the gym. I'm gonna go do a session. I won't be able to stay focused. I won't be able to stay focused on what I'm doing with the book on tape. But for me, I'm just like recognizing that. Like there's so many easy ways to distract yourself now. It's like, just like sit there, app, 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 app. And, or just like phone call and just shoot the shit with people, which I love to do. But every single time I'm done listening to a book, I'm like, wow. Like I, I have a totally different perspective. I'm like, and there's never a time where like I get off an app and just be like, woohoo. Energized now that yeah. I just three hours scrolling. Now, now, normally I'm like, oh my God, what's happening in the world? Hell. Um, Oh, right, Jared well, has lost 160 pounds. Holy fuck a moly. Uh, that's a lot. Great right, job, guys. Jim. I love you all. Over Thank and you for leaving reviews. Um, it's always very helpful. And uh, guys, I, I got to bounce. Alex, I hope you are kicking ass too, brother, because Ryan seems to be turning up the heat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, boys. I'll catch all up right. with you soon. Later.